1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: It's the Round Ball Rock podcast. Starring Dave Schilling. Bob Boozer. Rudy LaRusso! Joey Devine! Bumper Tormolan! Bob Andering Sean Keen! Paul Newman! But not that Paul Newman! N-E-U-M-A-N-N! Patreons! Ethan! Thank you, Ethan! Damon Agnos. Thank you, Damon. George Soros. Thank you, George, for all the checks. Musical guest, Hispanic Boys. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine.
3: Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast with a late edition this week. I'm here as always with my good friend Sean King. Sean, how are you?
4: I'm good, doing great, doing fine. Do Went you today?
3: Do you love Taco Bell?
4: No, not at all. Mm. You want well, you I, know I,
3: they've got some fancy tacos there.
4: I, they're very <laughs> they're addictive, right? Yeah, yeah, they're very addictive. Uh, we'll get to that later, but um, yeah, I'm not I'm not particularly a fan. I will say, I think that's fair. Um, how else was, how was the rest of your week, Sean?
3: Actually, while we're talking about this, how, what's your favorite fast food, Sean?
4: Uh, fast food. You know what? I think I'm a, I think I'm a, I'm a Wendy's man. Mm, you like uh you like your burgers square. That's right. Just like my lifestyle, baby. <laughs>
5: oh ow, 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 straight edge forever.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Wendy. I like, I like the option of a baked potato. I think they, they do some things well. Also the uh the economics of frosty pricing are still just so baffling mm-hmm. to me. Sure. Twice as big, four cents more. I don't get it.
3: <laughs> I mean it's less confusing than the uh the McNuggets pricing
4: for sure. That that is wild.
3: I don't yeah. understand why a ten piece is only like twenty-five cents less than the
4: I mean, McDonald's is founded on an insane culture uh, by a guy who just, in his mid-50s, decided to start franchising McDonald's and working, like, 100-hour weeks. Mm-hmm. That's well, how we with McDonald's.
3: <laughs> he also did it by, like, he, like, stole McDonald's. Like, it wasn't even his thing.
4: Well, I mean, he was the—I mean, yes, but he was, like—I <laughs> mean, he was, like, employed by them. It wasn't. It wasn't, right. like—
3: but it like no the
4: yeah i mean well the <laughs> mcdonalds guys were just like hey we like this one restaurant we have yeah and we have created like... like a system for making food yeah and but they but then everyone's <laughs> like that their restaurant there's lines around the block do you guys want a franchise and they're like Ugh, i guess <laughs> they just i think like neither one of them was married and all they liked doing was running this one restaurant
3: yeah they liked or... optimizing
4: burger cooking and
3: that's it because like well they like like, hanging
4: out at the restaurant
3: but you know the other story about those guys right like every fast food place comes from those guys because Uh like they created basically like this uh system for cooking burgers and like the taco bell guy the burger king guy and the wendy's and dave thomas i believe all paid them like a hundred dollars to learn it at that one McDonald's before Ray Kroc showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean they were
4: they were just like they weren't. All these other guys were like cutthroat businessmen, and they were like, "We're brothers." <laughs> We love to work together. Yeah, they're like, oh. um, and then and then afterwards, people have asked him. They're like, "Dude, you sold McDonald's, and you each made like a million dollars. It's now a billion dollar company." And they're like, "Any regrets?" And he's like, "No, we got a million dollars. It was great." But Ray Kroc did make them. Uh, the meanest thing he did was he made them not call their restaurant McDonald's anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, even though really mean. Their name, their name, they were the McDonald's. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so insane, insane pricing, I'm sure.
3: Very, it was super weird. Um, just the weirdest.
4: The 50s were just full of all these guys where if you looked at them now, you're like, oh, they were just germaphobes. Like, that's mm-hmm. where Holiday Inn comes from, too. Yep. Just like a guy going on vacation with his family and being like, <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> Why is this restaurant so bad? I will make 400 of these. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it's a weird time. It's super weird. Um,
3: Sean, some business off the top. Uh, Round Rock yes. Pod on Twitter. at uh, well, I'm sorry, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. Thank God. Uh, RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Please call us at the phone, at the number on our phone, at the number in the description. Mm-hmm. of this week's episode uh buy our t-shirts at the link in the description patreon.com slash roundrock pod. we where sean we've had some goofy stuff on the page of weeks here um steve balmer had a call uh, had an advice show do you want to hear a little bit of that
4: yeah let's hear a little bit of that
3: He's like the third funniest guy I know. The first funniest guy, of course, I know is
2: me, Steve Ballmer. The second funniest guy I know is, of
3: course, Chuck the Condor. Chuck's such a wild guy.
2: I love him. Uh, Kawhi, who's the funniest
3: guy you know?
2: Probably Bill Crystal.
3: Okay, that's great. Um, That was Steve Ballmer and Kawhi Leonard's advice show. Uh, Brett and Randy were back this week talking about the mock coaching deadline. They were. Uh, I mean, sorry, the mock, <laughs> they did a mock Portland Trailblazers coaching hiring.
4: Uh, yes. Let's
3: just hear a little bit of that. I picked randomly here. Let's see what that sounds like.
4: Uh, I mean, I, I, I wonder, like, in the old NBA, were you allowed to have a cocktail on the sidelines?
3: I don't know. I-
4: would George Carl be drinking? Uh, would would he be coaching well, with a Miller ice has in each two, fist?
3: Two beers on him at all time.
4: Mm-hmm. I guess they're just in the pockets of his uh, comical plaid sport jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
3: where did the soda come from?
4: I I, I don't know. Did they order
3: the soda knowing it was going to happen? Did he yeah, send someone he... back to go pour a soda into a glass?
4: I mean, are are we just not seeing these coaches just just chugging? Uh, like like Mountain Dew? Diet RC? I mean, I I know that, uh, Quinn Snyder has been known. He's a big Coke enthusiast, as Mm -hmm. far as my sources in the league. I've I've heard that, uh... So that was
3: Brett and Randy talking about where, uh, Jason Kidd got that soda he spilled on the court that one time. Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) Completely, uh, only a soda-related rumor about Uh, Quinn Snyder there. uh,
3: Uh, an episode that went up today is, uh... Us talking about who the Wario and Waluigi of the NBA are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you get something funny and something weird. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Um Do I have any other business to do here, Sean? I don't think you do. Five-star <laughs> reviews. Oh, yeah. Give us five-star reviews so we can... Again, start charting in weird countries on Chartable.com, America's favorite website. And um, let's do some news, huh?
4: Yeah, let's do it.
1: This is Roundball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process.
4: our top story is that uh, the freewheeling uh, campaign manager, wife banging uh, restaurateur, wine critic, tech incubator, governor of California, Gavin Newsom,
3: Mr. Uh, Plump Jack himself, yeah, uh, what,
4: that's what, what the campaign him? manager's wife called him. <laughs>
3: What about well, him, you? Can though, bang you your didn't... best
4: friend's wife, who's also your campaign manager, and be the governor for eight years, unless you get recalled, and well, then that's... Caitlyn Jenner takes your job.
3: <laughs> that's the other thing. I got a I got an email from I mean an email. I got a text from the Gavin the anti recall Gavin Newsom people the other day, and they were like, "Gavin Newsom's being recalled. Do you stand with us?" And my response was just. I guess, question mark?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I I, think my response to that was, I don't want Gavin Newsom to be recalled, but I will do absolutely nothing to stop it from happening. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the text back was, okay, and then, like, seven dots. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about him,
3: Sean? How is he in the news?
4: Uh well you know as as because the pandemic is over with 41% of Americans vaccinating vaccinated uh uh right that's it that's all we need uh he's about to reopen California on June 15th but he's offering some incentives to people who get vaccinated there's a lottery And uh, there's some free, delicious, addictive food.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, basically the reason we're bringing this up is because we made (laughs) such fun of Bill de Blasio for his Uh food. So uh, here's uh, Dr. Plump Jack himself (laughs) uh, talking about the food you can get if you get vaccinated in California.
4: We have Taco Bell that's doing those fancy Dorito tacos, which are addictive beyond words. Uh, they're doing free Dorito tacos as well uh, on June 15th. And so we want to thank Taco Bell Chipotle Chipotle uh, for their incentives and support. L.A.
3: Those addictive.
4: We have Taco Bell that's doing those fancy Dorito tacos, which are. Okay,
3: Sean, is
4: the Doritos logo's taco fancy at all? No, it's not. No, it's uh, it's, you know, it. It's very popular, fairly gross, I would say, because it's it feels like the taco shell is made out of reconstituted mm-hmm. Doritos. They That's got the rid thing, of the
3: one I liked. That's my problem with it.
4: Well, the spicy one?
3: one, yeah, uh-huh. the, the red one.
4: <laughs> well, I remember back when I was growing up, Taco Bell fire sauce was essentially like sweet relish, you know what I mean? Like they. It the fire sauce at Taco Bell was basically something that would make, uh, you know, like a heavy set man in a polo shirt and like a Florida Marlins cap, like wipe his brow and go, Whoo, that's spicy. So, not very hot <laughs> is what I'm saying.
3: Um, oh, and then what else does he say here?
4: Fancy Dorito tacos, which are addictive beyond words. Uh, they're doing free Dorito.
3: Look. Addictive beyond words. They for sure are addictive beyond words. And you can trust Gavin Newsom because he knows what food is addictive beyond words. Because once again, just remember, he broke quarantine to go to a dinner party at the French Laundry. That's how Uh addicted to food he is.
4: Also, (laughs) after he uh, slept with his campaign manager's wife... Uh, he went to rehab. Yeah, for sex addiction, right? Well, no, I, I think it was for alcohol addiction, even though he didn't stop drinking. It was like he was he went to like he was addicted to being in trouble and he yeah. thought that going to rehab would make uh, that go away. And it kind of did.
3: He was addicted to taking pictures, lying on a carpet uh, in Vanity with, Fair with, with, uh,
4: uh, with Donald Trump Jr.'s. The no, the future why? love of Donald Trump Jr.'s life.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep,
4: he's going to be president, Joey.
3: I don't think he, he is. is not
4: going to be president. He's There's no be. chance of no. him being president. <laughs> uh, but I, what I like is now that he has more ambitions, his voice has just gotten raspy in not a real way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he I... just. Thought everyone was like, oh, he looks so fancy. This this soft boy who the Getty family is just bankrolling mm-hmm. into higher and higher office every time. And he's like, no, I like
3: Taco Bell. That's what I enjoy. He's like Matt Damon from The Departed, but for the Gettys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, the other thing... Where's main Balthazar? Reason- <laughs> my friend Balthazar. The main reason I wanted to bring him up, though, is because... I had a question for you Sean. Yes. Is Gavin Newsom politics Quinn Snyder?
4: Oh my god. Um there are certain uh grooming reasons mm-hmm. why that's true. Mm-hmm. Um Gavin Newsom well, I mean Quinn Snyder's from Duke and mm-hmm. is a protege of uh Coach K. sort of like dark coaching wizard
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Coach
4: K. Uh Gavin Newsom is a protege of dark politics wizard Willie Brown, mm-hmm. uh, who also uh co- vice president Kamala Harris's former paramour. Mm-hmm. Am I yep. using paramour right there? <laughs> uh I think I think I think Willie Brown was her boss slash lover, maybe. I is that it. right? I, I, I think th- that's accurate.
3: I think so, but if we're wrong, we're you sorry. You know what?
4: It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> she has a beautiful love affair with, with Doug, I guess, who's like uh, a, a labor—he's—doesn't he, like, break unions professionally? Isn't that his <laughs> All job? All I
3: know about that guy <laughs> is his. he's, like, bred Lena Dunham too, right?
4: Wait, he's—wait, br- wait. Like, wait, wait.
3: his daughter is basically Lena Dunham oh, too. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. The bottle— the
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the lady everyone hates.
4: <laughs> um. Yeah, she really like she's a lightning rod for people uh, just hating the hating the hating the 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 bejesus out of her. I wanted to say that in a nice way, and then I said it in a nineteen thirties way.
3: Um, anyway, let's talk about basketball, Sean. What's another news story today?
4: <laughs> oh well, well, Joey, this was really great. Uh, I saw some news broke today. From, uh, I believe this might have been on Cleveland, it was on Cleveland.com, possibly ClevelandCavaliers.com. I did not write down the citation, but here's some news out of, uh, out of the everyone's favorite rock and roll city, Cleveland, Ohio. The Cleveland Cavaliers plan to extend offers to free agents TJ McConnell, Alex Caruso, Taylen Horton Tucker, and or Josh Hart.
3: That's hard
4: one of Nance's best friends, said he would like a fresh start. I just kind of like that they like lost LeBron, mm-hmm. and then we're just like, well, we didn't get any of the young players that the Pelicans got, got for
3: LeBron. Yeah,
4: so we're just gonna get some of the other. We need some guys. Lakers. <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> need some Lakers. Like we got Larry Nance. We had Jordan Clarkson for like six months. Mm -hmm. We got to, we got to Lake show it up. It wasn't enough just to get uh, David Nwaba. We need to, we got our California boy, Kevin Love, but Mm -hmm. uh, we need some real beach boys. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, and then they lost Andre Drummond to the Lakers. So they want payback. They want payback. These guys are going to the Lakers for free. I mean, honestly, all of these guys are good ideas for signings for them. Like, Like they... These would all be good ideas. However, there are other names worth watching, Joey.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Here are those names that they listed. Oh, no, yeah, these are all future free agents: Denzel Valentine, No, Daniel do Dice. It.
3: Okay, all right.
4: I mean, I don't know. Uh, Austin Rivers. Sure. I I don't know about that, Joey. I, look, he's playing so well. I just—is this who the Cavs need?
0: I mean, I don't know
3: uh, what the Cavs need, honestly. Uh, like, I okay. thought those young players were bad, but they were all pretty good this year. It sort of just seems like they need to get rid of Kevin Love. That is the main thing the Cavs need, right? Uh, they're
4: waiting. They're waiting for him to give him <laughs> back. Uh, that we learned in this same article. Uh, oh, some great. other names worth mentioning: Dante Exum. Sure.
3: Is he already. Yeah, there? He's on the- he was there. But-
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Reggie Bullock, mm-hmm. another, another former Laker, uh, Otto Porter Jr., Cool and Stanley Johnson. Look, here's what I like about what this list, though.
3: Here's what, what I like about this list. It's what? unlike uh, a lot of franchises' lists, uh, including the team we currently root for and have always rooted for, uh, this is a realistic list of people who will really come to realistic. the Cavs.
4: I mean, it's weird because it feels like maturity and also surrender. <laughs> like we got all this cat space, yeah. But guys, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I anyway, like the hot... list.
3: I know you're bummed out by this list, but this is I, this is nice. I like a team that's uh... the
4: top. The top of the list. I have no problems with. <laughs> But imagine they miss. The Lakers just match with Caruso and THT. Josh Hart goes somewhere better. Mm -hmm. And then they end up signing Denzel Valentine, Mm -hmm. Dante Exum, Stanley Johnson, and Reggie Bullock.
3: I mean, Denzel Valentine is truly a bummer.
4: Stanley Johnson is truly a bummer. Yeah. Dante Exum, also a bummer. Not really his fault, but... Absolute bummer.
3: Austin Rivers, less of a bummer now.
4: He would be a bummer if he joined the Cavs, though. (laughs) That would (laughs) make him a
3: bummer.
4: Yeah, that is true.
3: He needs to be somewhere where
4: he can earn his father's love. Uh, Yeah, Otto Porter Jr., that's the signing. I think think that's a match made in heaven.
3: Yeah, for sure.
4: Uh Uh, Okay, we had one other thing I wanted to talk about that isn't the playoffs. Sure. Uh, He had... Major surgeries just announced for Pascal Siakam. Uh, He had a torn labrum in his Mm -hmm. shoulder. Uh, Kobe White. Also a
3: shoulder shoulder injury, I believe.
4: Yeah, he's also going to miss the beginning of the season. And then uh, Serge Ibaka had season-ending back surgery Mm -hmm. today. Do you think that had anything to do with the compressed pace of this NBA season? I I,
3: I do. I do think it does. Uh, And you want to know why I think that? Because that... I have read our friend Katie Heindel's excellent article about it, mm-hmm. um, and I did not read ESPN's stolen article about it. Well,
4: I and I've never seen Katie wear an obnoxious bow tie for no reason.
3: Let's just say... that's us,
4: this, by the way. Let's not... just
3: yeah. You know, let's just say uh, I don't think Katie's working on a peanut butter and jelly article right now. Yeah. You know? I... <laughs>
4: Um, uh, I have a couple questions about Serge Ibaka, though. Sure. Uh, will he film a series where he makes his Clipper teammates eat hospital food? No. How in surgery I are you?
3: Think I don't think Serge Ibaka is very into being a Clipper. If I'm, really I don't, totally I don't honest. think it's great.
4: He said some nice things, but no. Uh, okay, is it true that the Magic are still willing or willing to trade Cole Anthony? And Mo Bamba for him. Sorry,
3: you cut out there. What did you say, Sean?
4: Oh, uh, I said, is it true that the Orlando Magic are now even more willing to trade him for Cole Anthony and Mo Bamba?
3: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Mo Bamba still has that song about him, you know? Yeah, you're right. Right.
4: That's true. true. Um,
3: And actually, Cole Anthony, pretty fun and good. Surprising. No, I'm just,
4: I'm just trying to find the equivalent of Victor Oladipo on their team, and it was depressing. <laughs> A little bit depressing that it was him. Uh, I even like it, but you know.
3: Wait, Sean, do you hear this? Uh oh, Uh-oh. you know what time it is? It's time to talk about the playoffs. And Mr. International! You know, what's funny. We never even get to the funniest part, which is his rap. Yeah. It's... You know what? Bring that back. I'm sorry. Like, is there even a playoff song this year? I there can't, isn't, right? I,
4: it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I don't think so. It should just be that song. It every should be time. that every year. That should be. And they just just like add more weird pieces of other songs, like throw in some Cotton Eye Joe yeah. in the middle yeah. of there. The only thing I'm worried about is it's possible that Dr. Luke produced that track. Yeah, and I, I and possible, so that that could it? be bad. Yeah. But as long as it's Dr. Luke free, I absolutely endorse it. Why not? Or just take old playoff songs. But that song's and just so funny. It's so funny and good. Like
3: no, it's look, great. we play that jo- we play that as a joke because yes, it is tacky. But I get I get but kinda pumped up. I'm I'm into it now. I love it.
4: <laughs> but I also I also just think like failing that, take your old playoff songs and get, get Pitbull to just record a yeah, verse yeah. during like running down a dream.
3: Yeah, or like uh to the, the dam. Well, imagine Pitbull covering dam by Kendrick Lamar. That would rule. <laughs> um, but let's play the real drop. Okay.
1: It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. F, we're going to be championship. Data for robots.
3: Both teams play hard, my man.
1: Both teams played hard.
3: Alright, Sean. What game do you want to talk
4: about first? Or what's Uh let's talk about uh the one we thought would be the NBA Finals preview.
3: Oh yeah. Uh,
4: not the preview or the real NBA Bucks-Nets. Finals. Bucks. Not the preview. Uh
3: this is a fucking bummer. The Bucks are depressing. Uh Coach Coach Bud's beard is like Is it has it infected his brain like that kids in the hall sketch? Is that what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what
4: you're talking about. Yeah, the vacation (laughs) beard.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He grew a vacation beard like three years ago and has gotten worse and worse every year.
4: What if he shaved that beard but also shaved his head? Like just between game three and game four. Well, just I mean, (laughs) it would look weird because imagine that Coach Bud face, those Mm -hmm. shiny cheeks. But do you think that would inspire the team, or would they be freaked out? I don't think
3: anything Coach Bud does or says would inspire the Bucks. I just
4: think point. the beard is, like, bringing them down more than it should.
3: I mean, look, they somehow, are, they somehow won that game last night. Uh, Hell
4: yeah. Grit. They got off the <laughs> mat, Joey. They uh, answered the bell.
3: They did not. Defense.
4: Defense, I, Joey.
3: <laughs> first off, I saw people talking about how great the basketball games were last night and that they it's like they forgot because clippers jazz was so fun they forgot just how terrible that bucks nets game was it was was, like
4: because it was 86 83 in 2021
3: but and also it was like not because the defense was
4: good it was because both offenses were bad I mean, I couldn't believe that was the Bucks' final point total after scoring thirty something in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Like with the Nets, you're like, yeah, they got eighty three points. They scored eleven points. KD in the first didn't shoot that half very half. well until the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, okay, here's something that I noticed in that game: the first quarter, uh, Giannis going to the hoop, getting fouled, getting buckets, going to the hoop, getting fouled, getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, then. The Bucks forgot, for about eight minutes, that Giannis was uh, a really good post player, and well, kind of unstoppable. Here's well, I, what okay. I would say: a happened. Good paint player, okay.
3: Giannis shot like eight threes. I think he just started taking threes, man. Oh he yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean the whole, the whole. I'm not exempting Giannis. The from this. other thing thinking. Giannis did is he got huh. a ten second violation at the free throw line. And that was like a real bummer disheartening moment. Like everyone was depressed when that happened.
4: Yeah. Um, um yeah. The the Bucks as a team are shooting, I think, 23% from three. Yeah. And the Nets are shooting 39% for three. One of those numbers seems more sustainable.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um and it's the Bucks shooting 23%. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Giannis taking so many threes? I it just know. doesn't make any sense. Chris Middleton had a great game after being uh, kind of bad before. <laughs>
3: I mean, kind of like I still don't have any confidence in him anytime he has the ball.
4: No, but um, I do think I do think it was impressive, but also really weird that uh Holiday played 46 minutes, Middleton played 44 minutes, and Giannis played almost 43 minutes, which is the most he has ever played in a Bucks game under uh, Coach Bud, which is kind of weird considering they went deep into the playoffs uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those years. Like, didn't ever think, like, he'd be important? Uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're bearing the lead here, though. Yeah.
3: Uh Kevin Durant's bodyguard tried to fight PJ Tucker in mm-hmm. front of catch Steak. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. He the Rappaport style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um do you have a quote? Uh, You want to read about this, Sean?
4: Yeah. uh, This is from uh, Joe Varden, one of my favorite writers. Uh, At one point, with less than five minutes left in the third quarter, Durant and P.J. Tucker were nose to nose, speaking heatedly as though they were upset. As though they were upset. Come on now. (laughs) Just delete that clip. There are no editors there. Okay. um, Durant's personal bodyguard, who is on the Nets payroll, charged the court to break them up and shoved Tucker. The Bucks crowd at full capacity for the first time this season and Kevin with fuck KD chance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, another, look, full capacity means uh, fully unacceptable all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond Green said this league has gotten so soft security ran on the court. That, you know what? I gotta say, fair point, Draymond. That's uh, uh But here's my question. Is having your personal bodyguard come onto the floor during a fight. Um, is that basically the, the brawl equivalent of a burner account? Yeah. Yeah. Like his, his burner came on to also by pushing PJ Tucker, I think PJ Tucker accidentally headbutted Bruce Brown, mm-hmm. uh, just cause it was, uh, you know, he got pushed in the back and he didn't see it. And, um, Anyway, Sean, what's going to happen the rest of the series? Uh, the the Nets are going to win In The 4-1. next two games, right? <laughs> I'm going to call yeah, it. Yeah. Like like every time I even see Jeff Teague on the bench, I'm like, how does this not remind the coach of the Bucks about blowing it mm-hmm. with a really good regular season team? Uh, Drew Holiday has not been too great. I think he's going to bounce back. I think the Bucks are going to keep bricking those threes, mm-hmm. and they're going to go home. For like, the when Bucks you're to win another th- game.
3: They uh-huh. need a big Drew Holiday game and a big Brooke Lopez game at the same time, right? That's, like, their only shot here.
4: Well, I mean, I also think that, that Chris Middleton could play an average regular season Chris Middleton game, and that would go a long way. He's not or like... playing
3: the Celtics, though, Sean. That's the <laughs> only time he's good at basketball. I don't know what the deal is. But for uh, whatever reason, when he plays the Boston Celtics... He becomes like uh, T Mac. Um, uh-huh. Anyone else? He becomes Chris Middleton again. <laughs> Paul George. Uh, he becomes yes. East Coast Paul George. <laughs>
4: yeah, I think I think it is. I think it is not going to even up. I think. Uh, I mean, we're, th- look, we're going to find out one way or another pretty soon. But uh, I, I'm saying bet on Brooklyn on Saturday.
3: Uh, speaking of, remember last week, Sean, when I was like, if the Jazz beat the Mavs, I think they're making the finals, because it means they've figured something out. I mean, sorry, with the Clippers, Clippers. beat yeah. the Mavs. Yes, yes, sorry. yes. Uh, sorry, uh-huh. I was reading the word jazz. Oh, sorry. Uh, if yeah. the Clippers beat the Mavs, they're gonna make the finals. Uh, turns out I was really wrong, because the Clippers are down 2-0 to the Jazz, and have also looked not very good. Well, these,
4: ge- these games have been very close. Sure. I will say that.
3: But uh, I will say about four times a game when the game uh, – about four times a game once the game gets close, the Clippers do something to remind me. That, that they, they're the Clippers. Yeah, that they maybe don't care that much about basketball.
4: <laughs> uh, so here's the well, thing. They... Joe
3: Ingles. That Joe Ingles Bad shot way. last night. Was maybe was... the most embarrassing basket I've seen like a team in a playoff game give up. Yeah, describe what happened, Joey. So, what was the score of the game? It was like they were up like five, right? The Jazz was, were yeah, up yeah, five. Yeah yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, they were absolutely. The they were point up game five. With like the three cruis-
3: minutes left to go in the game.
4: Uh huh.
3: And Joe Ingles just. Dribbled the ball all the way down the court, and no one ever guarded him. And then he and, hit a wide open three. Very slowly, he now was he? It. Yeah, he
4: was. He was not sprinting. He, you know, when they say a guy walks into a three, yeah, Joe Ingles was walking into a three to the point where I thought he was dribbling to the sideline to call a timeout. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently the Clippers did too. And he almost like there was a moment where he. When he got to the three-point line where he paused for a second Because line, he
3: was confused no one stopped so the ball. Because he was so
4: open. Even he thought that he had maybe accidentally called a timeout. Yeah, or, or like there was a whistle had.
3: and no one heard it. Uh-huh. And then, to be fair, then the Jazz, like, to pay them back, did the same thing twice in a row. Where they just forgot to stop the ball on a, uh-huh. on a Reggie oh, yeah, yeah, Jackson yeah. dunk and then, like, a Paul George layup.
4: Yeah, he just and like, ran like, into the I yeah, literally texted you. The I was
3: like, is there a like, is there gas a- <laughs> leak in the arena? <laughs> because well, there were like five, in three out of six possessions in a very close game in the fourth quarter uh-huh. of a playoff game. No one remembered to guard the ball.
4: I also just don't really understand the Clippers' rotations either. It seems like they get to the second half Tyron Luce stops playing his bench, really. it's I mean okay he stop- he starts just playing six guys in the mm-hmm. second half, which is defensible, I guess, except one of those guys is Patrick Beverly playing twenty one minutes and he can't do anything anymore um well, no,
3: he can dive on the ground like he's trying yeah really and like hard.
4: yell at somebody, yeah, but I don't like know if he's made a field goal this series yet, um. <laughs> Seriously, I think he might not have. Uh, Rondo didn't play. Playoff Rondo was DNP Rondo. Mm-hmm. And and the Clippers, yet again in a playoff game, are like exhausted in the fourth quarter. And I can't tell if it's – is it like the rotations is something – and again, maybe there's a gas leak. It is possible that there's a gas <laughs> leak. I – you know, they, they – I wouldn't rule it out. Um, all right, so here's um, – one thing I wanted to mention, a little stat for you. Sure. Uh, from Tim Van McMahon said that you, the Jazz's game two defensive rating with Rudy Gobert on the court was 97.3. So it's mm-hmm. points per 100 possessions. With Gobert off the floor, it was 169.6. Although I did read in The Athletic that Utah's defensive ratings are down because it says Black Lives Matter on the court. People are very upset about that. Did you
3: speaking of the uh, the Jets? <laughs> did you see when they filmed their owner uh,
4: uh, at I, the end of the game? <laughs> um, yes, but I didn't. I didn't really understand what was happening. I mean, he, he. It's weird. He does not look like an owner. That's what I want to talk about. Uh,
3: yeah. When they filmed, well, when they sh- showed the the Jazz owner, I literally thought it was Rob Deerdeck at the game. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> do it like, like that that like big had money on the game. <laughs>
3: uh I guess. I don't know. It was just like oh uh, the Jazz have a skateboard owner now? I yeah, forgot.
4: Yeah. Um well, he's wearing a backwards hat that has the name of his company on and it. And we
3: should say he did do something cool and good a couple of them.
4: Well what um, did he do? The uh <laughs> the
3: Utah Jazz <laughs> the Utah State Senate um the Utah State Senate was working on a bill to ban trans athletes uh playing stu- trans student sport uh athletes to play the sport and the gender of they of their choosing. And he had a backroom meeting with a bunch of state senators and said he that uh if they pass that it's like that they shouldn't pass the bill because it's obviously wrong. And then threatened to tell the NBA to take Utah's all-star game bid away from them. If wow. Okay, that's cool.
4: And, um, uh, hey, hey, Jordan Clarkson also helped uh, uh, a vandalized food truck and repaint mm-hmm. it for him. So good job, Jordan Clarkson.
3: Speaking of Jordan Clarkson, uh, mm-hmm. I have his post-game press conference here. Oh, please. Oh, at least a snippet of it. Man, very. Who- f- his voice is so funny people need to talk about how funny jordan clarkson's voice is i mean in a good way it's so cool and funny here it is but i'm still trying to bring that free uh just flowing you know vibe to this team and uh you know continue to do that and
5: you know i really don't think about uh legacy and what i leave behind but if it was they they know jc was free and you know did what he did (laughs) on his own time (laughs)
4: Where do you think he got all that weed in Utah? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, well, I think, like, he, did, he lived in Tampa, Florida oh. until he was six, and it stuck, baby. Mm.
3: I mean, let's hear this laugh again. You know, did what he did <laughs> on his own time. <laughs> it's like,
5: you know, did what he did <laughs> on his own
3: time. It's like, what if a member of Bone Thugs in Harmony was also a, uh, the beach bum?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tampa, Florida. That's what that is. Like, uh, yeah. yeah anyway, um...
3: love him. Uh, which brings us to something we need to talk about, Sean. It's very serious. Yeah. Uh huh. Do we need to respect the Jets?
4: Joey, here's what I'm gonna say. They've been playing great. Uh, we're both Joe Ingles fans. We're young um, fans. We we kind of don't like that Joe Ingles keeps trying to blind people. Yeah. That's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he did blind John Shire from Duke, <laughs> and so it kind of balances out. Um, but yeah, Ingles, Boyon Rules, Jordan Clarkson Rules. Jordan
3: Clarkson Rules. rules
4: um, um, Derek Favors seems like a three-dimensional man. Uh, uh, I'm not
3: getting on that bandwagon. I I'm just, still
4: on I, I'm still. All on I'm saying is he seems like he might not be a hologram. He might not be a hologram. Um, and then... Um, Do you like Mie Oni? No, see that's the thing. When a guy from Yale comes into a playoff game, you should lose. That's on the Clippers. I'm sorry, it's just come on, man. All what right, do, we do you do? like? Oh, and actually, I
3: like Niang. I was that was going to be my me- next question. Do you me- like Georges Niang?
4: Yeah, well, that's the thing. If I if he was any if he had any other first name, but it makes me so uncomfortable to say Georges and like. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? Is it Georgie? It's is there just some
3: George, dude? People just say George.
4: <laughs> don't I don't like it. I don't like it. So he's out. Uh, like how the... do you feel about playoff Donovan Mitchell? You know what? I I have to say I feel like Donovan Mitchell. I have he is very corny. A mm-hmm. lot of young, young Sheldon energy. Uh, does some embarrassing things, but also, um. I think he does have legitimate things to be unhappy about, which is like Having living to be in Utah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, being around Rudy <laughs> Gobert and like the franchise kind of jacking him around. And I just I feel I wish he was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, he's he's been playing very tough. Um here's I just I just it's I feel like it's the jazz on him. And he could still be saved. Mm-hmm. I
3: disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I think if you traded Jason Tatum and John and Donovan Mitchell, right? Uh uh-huh. Jason Tatum another guy we sort of make fun of that name. Um but Donovan Mitchell would be equally as annoying as the on the Boston Celtics but Jason Tatum would not be annoying at all if that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah,
4: I mean I think I think that's I mean that's I still think yeah, well the thing is Jason Tatum is like a self-realized man. <laughs> well, he's only 19,
3: Sean. <laughs> yeah.
4: But I mean the things that are obnoxious about Jason Tatum for the most part are not actually about Jason Tatum, they're about the Boston media and, and people be being- really weird per, about favorite, him all soup the time. being
3: the perfect food.
4: Yeah, I mean, he um, he has a bad tattoo, but you know on. what? I believe, he, I believe in the four-point line.
1: I believe soup is the perfect food.
4: I be, uh, all right. I <laughs> believe Jason Tatum is 17 years old. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like, if I didn't have to hear people talk about Jason Tatum in the way that they do, I would have a more normal opinion of him. Because mm, like, as a player, it's like, oh.
3: But I'm just saying I don't think the – I think the, the Donovan Mitchell personality would be annoying at any of the top ten most annoying fan bases. I like, do,
4: I think – I just think some of his annoyance is his personal unhappiness with his situation. Maybe. And it's, it's shot outward, but like – I do want just... to
3: talk about Rudy Gobert real quick. Okay, sure. Uh,
4: they did it again
3: last night. They said – They were talking about how he won his third defensive player of the year. Which, he's great at defense. Uh, He deserves it. I want to make that very clear. He's very good at defense. He deserves it. But then Rudy Gobert was saying again how he won the award for his mom. And I just... He won the
4: defense—his mom was like, you gotta win a third defensive player of the year That's what I want to talk about. Like,
3: there's no fucking way his mom cares this much about these NBA awards anymore. uh You know what I mean? The first one, sure, and I'm sure she's very proud, but there's Mm -hmm. no way his mom gives a fuck that he won a third
4: one. (laughs) A third defensive player of the year one? Because, honestly, um, I don't want—that, like, to me, falls into, um— almost like weird animal kingdom territory (laughs) Like is your mom ellen barkin is she just like honey honey bears you gotta win a third defensive player of the year award i'll make you an apple pie like we do after every time you get a trophy you know what i mean like it is that it just it it's weird your first defensive player of the year award that's for your mom You know what I mean? Like, first all-star. Can also be for your mom, but third defensive player (laughs) of the year award? Like, your mom is either, like, this is either fake or your mom is kind of a monster. Exactly. Like, uh, because when you think about it, when he (laughs) says... I started crying about not making the NBA All-Star team. Again, a no, popularity No, his contest. mom
3: started crying because she didn't, Oh, that's he why didn't he cried, it. was because yeah.
4: he was thinking about his mom crying. Crying, yeah. But, like, but like, your mom made you cry because she was so disappointed <laughs> in you? Again, like... Keep I don't know. Keep me in the loop, loop,
3: Mrs. Gobert. Yeah, All right. that's <laughs> the rough
4: one. Um. All right, oh, uh, I I had a quick question. Yeah, yeah. Who's the better mascot, Chuck LeCondor or Dwayne Wade?
3: <laughs> my God, Chuck! All right. Uh...
4: <laughs> I, want to, I want to delay talking about Paul George. Okay.
3: If we'll,
4: that's okay. We'll talk about that later. When they get eliminated, yes. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> In a couple days.
3: Uh, so, yeah, that's my next question. I do. Question. I
4: absolutely think the Clippers can take this to Who's seven games. Who's winning eight. this
3: series? Yeah.
4: Uh, it, I mean, it's the Jazz, but I... it. Look, both these teams blew a three-one lead last year. I know that Boyon wasn't there. That's the thing.
3: Boyon last night on Kawhi was insane in the fourth quarter, and I just I don't think he can do it two straight times. But I think if you give him three more times, he can do it twice. You know
4: what I mean? (laughs) Well, he's, people don't realize that he's a really good defensive player. Yeah, he guarded he's like LeBron that. really well in a playoff series. He was very good as a defensive player on the Nuggets, and he was good last year. He just got not hurt at a on the Pacers, I mean, not the Nuggets. On the Pacers, sorry, yeah. not on the Nuggets. They wish. Um, well, and, okay,
3: so who you got, Sean?
4: Jazz. I'm, I'm respecting the, respecting the hell out of the Jazz. I'm it was a George st- Clarkson vote.
3: I'm going to stick with my take. That the clippers are coming out of the West. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm don't an bet. idiot and it's wrong, but I have... Why, setting... change?
4: Why change now? What are you gaining? Stick right. to your goddamn guns. Yeah, exactly.
3: Um, uh... alright. Suns nuggets. Yeah. The suns I, are I... really good. The nuggets are really hurt.
4: Yeah, I don't have that. Uh the only thing I will say is that I was suggesting Chris Paul should come to the Suns for years, not really because of the coach or anything like that, but just like that's what happens in the life cycle Mm -hmm. of an aging NBA point guard. Right. You go to Phoenix and you get rejuvenated and things go great. And they, you know, they blew up that model by screwing over Goran Dragic, trading away. Isaiah Thomas and going with Eric Bledsoe, not old enough to go to Phoenix and blossom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he should have stayed with the Clippers or gone somewhere else. Eric Bledsoe should be coming to Phoenix now. Obviously he's blocked now, but you know what I mean? Like this is, this was a good place for Marbury or Nash or Drogic or Aaron Brooks did well there. Mm -hmm. And anyway, Jason Kidd, like that's where you go. Um, So I'm happy that that's still happening. Um, I just wanted to only mention one more thing. Uh, that the Colorado Rockies, um, a couple days ago on uh, June first, tweeted. I think this is right after um, the Nuggets beat the Blazers, mm-hmm. and at this point the Avalanche had gone up two nothing on Las Vegas in their series, mm-hmm. and the Colorado Rockies in all caps tweeted, "Go Nugs, Go Avs! Denver is the sports capital of the world with Mm -hmm. four pictures of the The Rockies. Colorado Rockies. I think celebrating, celebrating going to the world series in 2007. (laughs) Uh It might actually just be winning a one game playoff. I don't know. In one of them, they're just shaking hands after a game. (laughs) So like three of them seem like they're walk-offs and I don't know. Um, Anyway, since they tweeted that, uh, the Avalanche went lost four games in a row and have been eliminated from the Stanley Cup Finals, and the Nuggets are 0-2. So, uh, thanks a lot, Califrado Suckies. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Uh, is Denver going to win a game? Uh, I think they'll get a home game. Yeah, yeah. I do.
4: Generally I mean, it true. sucks. At, Porter seems pretty hurt, but yeah. uh, I, think it, I think Denver has a little bit of a legit home court advantage, too. Like altitude and just like this, the Nuggets have a lot of pride. Yeah. They're very undermanned, and also Phoenix is just good. You know, not, I'm not taking anything away from Phoenix, but I think that uh, I think Denver will get one. I don't think I don't think they're getting swept.
3: Uh, yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I don't know. I've just it's such a bummer. They're really guarding the Suns are really guarding Jokic well. It's pretty crazy. Um,
4: yeah, you are right. doing.
3: Let's talk about Sixers Hawks. Yeah, tied one one. Um, mm-hmm.
4: Happening as we record. Yeah, are so um, well, putting you behind the curtain here. What do you have to say about this series, Sean? Uh, I you know yet again, <laughs> Doc Rivers is adjusting a little bit slowly. Uh, it took mm-hmm. him it took him three quarters to realize he should put a tall person on Trey Young. That mm-hmm. seems to have been pretty effective to do that. Um, Cause he's very small and they like the whole thing. The Sixers have is their, you know, they talk about Ben Simmons guarding one through five and all the guys with long arms who can get in the way. And it's like, yeah, uh, have those guys guard the most dangerous player on the other team.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, Hawks pretty solid though. Um, yeah,
3: they're much better than I thought. Sixers are still going to win this series, though.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do, I do think, though, if the Hawks had... Um, if DeAndre Hunter wasn't hurt, they're starting Solomon Hill right well, now. Well, if
3: they didn't sign a dead Danilo Gallinari, I think they'd be in better shape, right? Well, but he's putting a point... He's not the problem. I, I mean, like... he's. I know he's not the problem, but it's not helping. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, uh, I just... Well, yeah, but I mean... With Hunter playing, yeah. he's like the seventh man. And unfortunately now, they're starting Solomon Hill, and Tony Snell sees the floor. I think they should just suck it up and start Herder.
3: Agreed. Uh, yep. Red Velvet, uh, FTW.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like,
3: deal with He's
4: big enough, you
3: know? Just
5: let let I him think, go. Aren't they just
3: afraid he's going to hurt himself again, though? Isn't that the problem?
4: I mean, I mean... Please, Kevin, don't hurt her. You know what I yeah. mean? My favorite <laughs> problem.
0: Um, uh,
4: oh yeah, which Bogdanovich is impressing you more this week, Joey?
3: Boyan. I I mean I love Bogdan, but uh huh. Boyan.
4: Uh talking to my mom about the playoffs, it it she finds it infuriating.
3: Well, you know who else found it infuriating? he uh Person at ESPN responsible for showing the Bogdan Bogdanovich highlights at the draft. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because they showed yeah. the, Boyan, uh, the yeah. Boyan highlights.
4: Yeah. Shouldn't Boyan have to be Boyan Boyanovich though? Like, probably. Yeah. Um, and then my mom got mad when when I told her there was a guy named Zubach, too. And she was like, Argh. She had a lot of trouble with uh, Jokic's name, too. Uh, I I guess we should mention
3: real quick, Daryl Morey got a tampering fine for, uh, tweeting that Steph Curry should come to the Philadelphia 76ers, Mm -hmm. which logistically, I'm not even sure how that would happen. Like, like, I almost think that you shouldn't have fined Daryl Morey at all for this because it was, it's so impossible.
4: Right, when it's an impossible tamper, it's like, well, that's not.
3: (laughs) Like, it was clearly uh... a joke. It was like, this is our first sarcastic tampering. Uh
4: Uh-huh, uh-huh. But also, this
3: is why Daryl Morey should only come on Roundball Rock and not tweet at anyone or give any other interviews.
4: Right. In fact,
3: I'm putting out a call. Daryl Morey, please call our phone number and give us a five-minute review. Of in the
4: heights, mm-hmm. of the in the heights movie, <laughs> I've I've seen it. I saw the touring company. No, no, uh, I want the but the movie. Right, just right, came right. Out. I, I know. I'm just saying. I can talk to him with it. I, I can talk about it if he wants. If he wants to discuss it, I have seen the show. Sure. That's all I'm saying.
3: I'm just saying. Let's let's start. Let's start. Yeah, slow he did, You here. know what? He can just he call. Does, it, just you know? call and leave a voicemail. The number
4: is in the show description. And you know what? He he doesn't even have he call about in the heights but also call about whatever you want and if we think there's anything that's tampering, we will censor it. I'll cut it out. We're yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Um
3: Sean, is that our episode?
4: That's our episode, Joey.
3: Um do you have anything yep, you'd like to
4: plug? Yeah, um I have two club weekends for you to see in July. Um Both with a friend of the show, Chris Garcia. Nice. I will be featuring for Chris Garcia from July 8th to the 10th in beautiful Sacramento, California. And then in uh, somewhat beautiful San Francisco, California. The next weekend, I will be performing at the Sac Punchline July 8th through the 10th. And then at the San Francisco Punchline from July 13th to July 17th the 13th is an all-stars show
3: and if you run a club called the punchline somewhere in the mm-hmm. country book sean because that's the only club he'll work the i only work I, the, punchline. the
4: name has to describe <laughs> part of the act of stand-up or i'm i'm gone i will also be at the um the uh, the flimsy premise in boise idaho later this summer too
3: uh as for me that's not that's not um real <laughs> As for me, listen to me on the FrottCast this week, the Film Drunk uh, FrottCast. I was on, I don't even really remember what we talked about. We talked about Yashar a little bit. Uh, we talked about... Uh,
4: He's actually um, living in the spare bedroom of our house yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't um, come out a lot, but... No.
3: Uh, and follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, We're on June 2nd I tweeted... How do you write the feeling of wanting to scream and cry-slash-break everything in sight due to stress and fr- frustration? Is it like, A-g-a-wa!
4: I mean, he, he's still get, get reeling that from crazy. that trailer theft, right? Sean, did you write a song? I did. This is a uh, continuing my uh, shoving it in the face of Sufjan Stevens. Uh, I'm doing a show, a, a song about every NBA city. This one's about Charlotte, and it is called Zell Out. So thank you to uh, my good friends at Real Big Fish.
3: Um, great, that's playing under us right now. Trust the process.
4: Trust the process.
3: And, uh, shut it down. Let's all go get those addictive Doritos Locos <laughs>
5: Can't play in Charlotte all your life, so don't sign that offer the Cody, but it's too late. I don't know who else will play the five. Is Primo Brezek still alive? He's better than a Mecca. He's better than a Mecca, They're gonna sign him to play center. 82 games, but he'll miss 20. Biz is somehow on the team every year. Code is plus minus rules, but I don't believe it. Zell out! He's seven feet tall. Zell out! He's going bald. Michael Jordan's gonna give him lots of money, and the Hornets are gonna faint. his nine No more free agent shopping Picking up Boston's discards. His brother Tyler's white and slow Mitch Kupchak gave Moskov a deal Cody wants to stop the steal I guess they're getting hammered I guess they're getting hammered on the boat because is gonna get him a four year deal. Get hated on by the cognoscenti And his knee, the cartilage disappeared. It's scary, Terry good. I just don't believe it. Zell out in free agency. Zell out, cause there's no please. Michael Jordan's gonna give him lots of money. And this front court's gonna be so white. Crap out and this team's always capped out. Though I remember what Nate Duncan said. And he's 38, he's basically dead. No no no. So he'll sign on for another stint. Even though his body's soft like putty, Gordon Hayward needs another friend on the team. Cause his wife Robins, busy with law enforcement. Sell so out! He's seven feet tall. Zell out! He's going bald. Michael Jordan's gonna give him lots of money, and the Hornets are gonna finish nine. Send that office sheet, she said, I can live in Charlotte all my life.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh